The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, the original HBIC, Katie Boyd. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. Welcome to the Ambitious Podcast. Over here is my ride or die, Matt Babine. He will be helping me spin on the ones and twos today as we DJ our way through, <laughs> aka our our next installment of Ask Katie Anything. And don't forget AKM. We just... <laughs> AMA. Oh my God. Matt, I'm serious. I know, I I'm going to send you to school. ASAP. Yeah. APB. I'm going to punch you in the nut in the nuts. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Oh, we have a really great show for you guys today. Oh my God. You're going to have to be calling 911 when I'm done with you. We have a really great show today for you guys. We are answering all of your burning questions here on the Ambitious Podcast because that's how we like to roll. God help you. God help each and every one of you. But before we start, I always love to read the Ambitious Podcast iTunes Review of the Week, and it is from TMHT2015. Mm. I don't know who this is, but I, I hope I meet this person sooner than later. And she says, or he says, bold and beautiful, five stars. Katie is very bold, honest, and to the point. Even when asking questions, she will give you a straightforward answer. The podcasts are the same way, always simple and direct. Keep rocking. Yes, TMHT 2015. <laughs> that's, a big, that's, a, that's a mouthful. Thank I you. Email me at themisfitclub at gmail.com to redeem your $100 certificate for doing that for me. <laughs> I appreciate so it. And if you've already given Ambitious Podcast a five-star review on iTunes, I thank you from the bottom of my little black heart. And if you haven't, you're a lazy bitch and you need to get your ass over there. And <laughs> get come over on. there, for goodness sakes. Like – you guys do shit all day long that's pointless. Actually, this is this has point. It has big point. So get over there and help a sister out. Thank you so much. So I always love to talk about what we have coming down the Pretty Pink Pipeline at KBMFC. We have some really cool stuff coming up, don't we? Absolutely. So we have a ton of retreats. We have retreats in California. We have retreats in North Carolina. We have uh, the Portugal retreat, which is actually a whole week in Europe. Mm, that's going to be awesome. Uh, yes. Stop teasing me with it. I can't wait. I'm so hungry right now. I can taste the shitties <laughs> I love it, in the my boca. <laughs> it's already here. In, oh, in your boca? Yeah, oh, in yeah. my mouth. Oh, I didn't know what the hell it was. Shitties in a boca. Oh, shitties in boca. No, okay, mm. Matt. Really? I'm just so glad that my husband's just trying. How do you say <laughs> thank you in Portuguese, Matt? Obrigado. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to say it like. Oh my God. No. U. U. Bri. Bri. Ga. Ga. Do. Do. Um, bri. How do, you, how do you say you're welcome? Gracias. Gracias. <laughs> this is not. This is not Mexico, Matt. I this was you know. We're in Portugal. I know. I didn't start studying my Portuguese yet. It's it's. All he early. knows is bufa. 
I know, Bufa. Matt knows Bufa. That's it. <laughs> Which is just a really loud <laughs> fart. Uh, uh, Bufa. <laughs> Oh, and he does know Mamingish, which means boobies. Mamingish. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like the Mamingish. Oh, it's Mamingish. Jeez, oh, Louise and Joseph. Oh, God help me. I love Portuguese. So just know that we're doing some really cool <laughs> shit this year. And hopefully, if you come to Portugal, you can hear Matt butcher the Portuguese language. <laughs> and please, do not uh, kick me out of the country because of it. I won't. <laughs> I'm going to expedite you real quick. <laughs> uh, so let's get down and dirty into the AKA AMA Ask Matt and Katie Anything. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the person's question and their name, and we are going to try to answer it to the best of our ability today. <laughs> Woo. All right. You we'll ready? Do it. I'm ready. Here we go. All right. Let's see. Ooh. Let me get a good one. Let me get a good one. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh. This is a good one. Dan Mazrell. Oh, I love You know Dan. him, and you yes, love yes, him. Yes. He's one of I our Dojo Dan. Sante kickboxing extraordinaires. Yes, and his little son comes to me, He's too. He's amazing. And his wife. And his everybody. wife. I love Melissa. Yep. And he says, serving versus slaving, mm. knowing the difference and getting to where you want and need to be. Mm. What do you think about that? You know, I love just really focus on the serving, Dan, you know, because it should never be slaving, right? It should always be. I mean, how, what do you believe? What do you, what do you think of the question? I mean, for me, <clears throat> I think like the, I think what happens is we go to bat to serve. Yes. And then sometimes because we've lived in this hypnotic rhythm of, of like overdoing, yeah. like overdoing, overworking, over, over, oh, over producing. And, and by the way, this guy is he's amazing. Uh, amazing. I mean, he's looking love around, you, he's Dan. always looking for things to help, do, oh, help. He's wonderful. He's like the most helpful guy. So I can see how he could become but you can burn out. overslaving because he's just such a perfectionist Absolutely. and he loves helping people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what he means. Yeah. So do you ever feel yourself doing that? Like you're going to serve, but then you feel like you overgive and you overproduce and you can get into that hypnotic rhythm of not feeling enough. So you have to give yeah, you too know, much. I, I'm good at, you know, giving 150% and yes. then I'm like, okay, I'm done now. When you have to. I'm done. When I have, no, I actually try to give no, 150%. No, what I'm saying is you give 150% when you, when you have to. Yes. And then you are really good at turning it off and being like, okay, I'm done. I'm walking yes, away. Yes, because I know that I gave 150% worth of value for 100. Which right? I, on the other hand... Have a huge problem yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. Well, yeah, like they, we're probably like Dan, right? Me and Dan we, are the no, same because no. so we're very similar in personalities yes, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So what happens to me is I'll go and I'll give, and then I'll feel like I didn't give enough, and then I'll just keep trying to give and give and give, and then I'm like burnt the fuck out, and then I end up for me, I end up resenting the people that I'm giving to, and I'm like, that's not a good energy. And if they don't appreciate it, and sometimes people don't get it, they don't appreciate the hard work that you do, and yeah. it's like, but you should be going into it. I think the main thing is is what what I've learned over my years is go into it and don't look for what do you call it? Um, uh, go into it and not looking for like the outcome from the person. Yes. Look for the outcome of the product that you're giving, the service, your own personal outcome. Right. Don't look for them to be like, oh, yeah. I got this. This is amazing and yes. appreciate it as much as you do because mm-hmm. then you set yourself up, I think, for yeah. disappointment and you feel like a slave, And right? tell yourself you're enough because that's really helped me a lot. I know we talk yeah. about this a lot in the Ambitious Podcast. This is actually one of the ambitious principles is feeling like you're enough. So tell yourself, even if you have to brainwash yourself, yeah. Yeah. installing a new, a new computer program and mm-hmm. saying that you're enough until you believe it. it because I feel like we overgive because we don't feel like we're enough. Yeah, and just is really you know perfectionist yeah. people like that too. Oh, that's I actually, a good one. I actually have a, a perfectionism question here. <laughs> um, Claire Wall Hawkins says the quest for perfection. So I don't really know what the question is, but I feel like I can surmise oh, what it means. Yeah, Katie, you are. 
that. Yeah, I know nothing of perfectionism. And you know what? To me, perfectionism is actually an illness. It's actually a disease. Mm-hmm. So just like you know, being a hot mess express can be not great. I think that the other end of the spectrum, which is perfectionism, can also be detrimental. Absolutely. You know, because there's nothing that's perfect. No. Nothing. No. If you look at the homes that were built in the 70s and the homes that are being built now, they thought that was perfection, and it's like not even close, right? right? So so perfection is always a moving target, Yes, and you have to understand that. Actually, being a perfectionist can hold you back and not have it's never good enough to launch it's never good enough to launch oh my it's gotta God. be better Jill we just had this and conversation s- somebody else just discovered it like seven times because you held back yeah. and not actually put it into action I have to remind myself that a lot because right? like I am in the middle right now in the end phases of writing and creating a program called Ambitious 28 which is a four week total soup to nuts reset yep. so reset of your spirituality um, meditation your exercise, your food, like everything. And I've been writing this, the copyright for the program and I'm, you know, filming the program and I'm doing all these different things. And in my back of my head, I'm like, I have to add more. It's not enough. I'm not giving enough to these people. They're going to pay all this money for this program. I have to give them that. And I'm like, whoa, dude, like you're actually going to create like what you said, the not enoughness. So then you don't execute. And sometimes, um, I've heard this before. Um, sometimes done is better than perfect. Yes. Right. Right. Like sometimes just getting it out there, and if there's if there's kinks and tweaks that you have to make, you can always do it after it's launched. Yes. Right. Absolutely. So don't worry about achieving the perfection. Mm-hmm. Try to worry about just getting things in the can, like right. what you say. Right. Like just Katie, get it in the can. Like stop mulling over this because the longer you do it, the more you're going to drive yourself insane. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's holding you back from greatness. So trying to be perfect, which will never ever happen, is only going to hold you back from stepping into who you truly are meant to be. And look at the giants that get it. Like, you know, the Bill Gates dropped out of Harvard so he could go do, he goes, if I don't drop out now and do this, somebody else is going to do it. So he knew that the time was urgent and he had to go and start working that perfection and knew he had to get yes. it out to the people, to yes, the market, right? Absolutely. So that's also being a genius when, 100%. You, when you can pull that back and say, this is good. This yep, is good. 100%. Awesome. So I hope that helps. Mm-hmm. And now Sarah Lopez is saying, how to not let your past define your present and future or how to stop using your traumatic past as an excuse for being a shitty person. I don't know anyone that does that. <laughs> like everybody. <laughs> everybody, usually everybody. Like I was world. abused as a child, so I'm going to be a cocksucker now. It's like, eh, how is that really working mm-hmm. for you? Mm-hmm. Um, I have gone through a lot of trauma in my life over the years. Mm-hmm. And while I feel like I really always every day try to work on becoming a better person, there always bubbles up to the surface little glimpses of my past that can sometimes hold me back from going forward. And I have to always just say to myself, your past does not equal your future. Who you were 20 years ago does not make you who you are today. Because like, honestly, if, if I could tell you all the things that I've done in my past, would I say to myself right now, I'm sitting in front of you as a spiritual leader and an inspirational person and a mentor and a mm-hmm. motivator and all these mm-hmm. things. Hell no. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. But, but how many people let how they like wh- who they were born into and, and where they were in the past to find where they're going to go in the future? And a lot of people don't ever grow into the person that 
God and the universe put them here to be because they're like, what if people find out that I was a drug dealer? What if people find, not that I was a drug dealer, but what if people find out that I was a, a stripper? What if people find out that I was in a gang? What, like all this shit. Like, I don't know. I'm just throwing Stop bringing shit. up my life. <laughs> I was a stripper. What? Oh God. <laughs> at, the, at the golden banana on route one. Stop telling everybody my life story yeah. about me being a stripper. Matt's, for God's sakes. Matt's stripper was name was Big that. Bernard. I was trying to hide that for years. Big Bernard. That was Matt's stripper name. And you used to, you used to wear a um, crown royal bag over your pee-pee. Oh, God. That's how you came out. Into the pervert pit. <laughs> That's into the pervert pit. But right. think about it. If you, Okay, let's be honest right now. If we could think right now of who we were 20 years ago, no. would we be standing in front of you being like the CEO of CEOs of companies no. and motivational speakers no. and all these different – Life no. Coach, no. And, and I'll tell you, really, one thing that I really was able to put my past, because I had a tumultuous past yes. as well, a lot of different things. And uh, I remember reading Wayne Dyer, and he said, when you think about the past, you're watering last year's crops. Would yeah. you go back to and say, oh, I got to water last year's crops? No. It's useless information. It's useless Deeds, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So if I, for some reason, that just hit me, and I'm like, no, I wouldn't want to last year's crops. Right. I got to go from here. Right. Right. Absolutely. So I thought that was a good one. I love Wayne Day. So don't let that shit affect you. Just know that God put you here for so many amazing reasons, and don't let what you were or what happened to you in the past define your future. Yes. And creating spiritual rituals have, help a lot. Like meditation for me has helped so much. Yep. Constantly bringing things in like, you know, self-help and, yep. and listening to inspirational stuff. And it reinstalls new programming, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. Joyce Manassian, my girl Joyce. I love Joyce. Ooh, how about this topic? I love how she just starts <laughs> off with that. How about this topic? All rituals during celebratory times, sad times, emotional and busy times. And I really mean all rituals, meditating, exercise of choice, sound healing, no matter where you are. This is such a great um, such a great topic because I was actually talking to a good friend of mine, Christine Keegan, mm. and she travels a lot for work. And she says, like, every time I get on a plane, it's like, even if it's for work, right? right? You're not going like on a fucking, you know, vacation. Nice vacation, yeah. She's like, every time I get on the plane, it's like, YOLO, party time, start drinking, let's eat some shit. And I'm like, oh my God, Christine, me too. Like, and you are so bad. Like, I with love that too. it. Matt gets on JetBlue and Mint, and he's like, I will have 30 bags of blue chips. <laughs> I'm like, Matt, what the fuck? And We're going to get a freaking six-course meal. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care. I just, I'm hey, on plane for the I blue chips. I want my service when I'm in Mint. I want it all. And then he'll go to the bathroom. This is what really gets me about Matt. He'll go to the bathroom, and they'll have like a bag of blue chips by the toilet. And then he puts like more, he'll swipe them. I'm like, dude, we're going, I'm speaking in whatever, and we're not here to get white girl wasted. Yes, I am. But we all do this, right? As soon as we go through a hard time, someone passes away, or something happens in our life, or it's Christmas. And then it's like, you know what's so funny? Oh, it's like cooked in the squat. <laughs> cooked in the squat. Cooked I love in the that. squat. Yeah. Oh, Napoleon yeah. Hill talks about that, right? Yeah, no, it was. Who was it? Um, Oh God, Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar. He's talking about being cooked in the squat. It's like, it's like a southern thing. Yeah, no, none yeah. of us northern bastards. Yeah, I didn't know even know what a squat, squat was. Yeah. I and know it, a squat in a bush. It's an analogy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Where Matt shits in his own pants. Yeah. Um, it's an analogy <laughs> for um, biscuits. So sometimes your biscuits don't rise. They get cooked in the squat. It's like a southern thing. Mm-hmm. And he says, "How many people do you know never rise? They get cooked in the squat." Right. So they'll say like. 
And you know he has that southern ac- no, accent. Once my, once my kid goes to college, then I want to go do this. And then, oh uh, my once, god! Once, once it's summer, I'm going to do this. Once it's winter time, I'm going to really get that body. <laughs> Let in me shape. just get through Christmas, and then I'll do this. Yeah. Let me just get through New Year's. Oh, it's already the three days after New Year's, and I already like shit. I got to wait till next New Year's. Yep. So we're always constantly looking for like the next time that we can start over again. Right. And truthfully, if you get cooked in the squat yep. and you're always just like doing stuff like that, mm-hmm. you're never going to truly go to where you need to go. Nope. So my advice to you is, again, I hate to say this again because this is like getting redundant, but you have to know your why. Like, why are you eating healthy? Why are you meditating? Why are you doing sound healing? Why are you doing any of these things? You have to know your why because if you don't know your why, like if you say, I desire to lose 30 pounds and, you know, Monday you start your meal plan you're doing so well and you worked out and then Tuesday you're like, Oh man, that fucking donut that those people brought to like the office looks so good. It's just calling my name. Who doesn't love a good donut. office donut, right? Not that I've ever had one because I've never worked in an office, but I see it on television sometimes. And I see it on Facebook. Everyone's like fucking donuts. I'm like, eh. but that's the thing is like, you know, you have to say to yourself, your why has to be stronger than the donut pull. Yes. Right? Yes. So that's why a lot of people pull. screw up and they can't stay on task is because they truly don't know their why. Right? Right? That's a good one. I like that answer. You didn't really say much. No, no, I was like your answer. I thought my answer was pretty good. I, I mean, just embarrassed you about I your just, blue chip situation. I just let it out that I was a stripper. Oh my God, Matt. Jesus. Men in motion. <laughs> I remember, Do you remember men, men in, in motion? motion. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, a, yeah. That was good. I was Ed in Sullivan's it. Sullivan's like, yes, I, I was do. In it. I was like, in motion. At Thunder Down Under. <laughs> the Thunder from Down Under. Um, this is not. Oh, Cheryl Fahey says, Effective communication. Mm. So, you know, I think a, a communication can come in all shapes and forms. Yes. Sometimes communication could be telling someone to go pound sand. Absolutely, pound right? sand. But um, I really love, there's a book called Getting the Love You Want by Dr. Harville Hendricks. Huh. And we've. I don't, do I know this book? Matthew, I've made you listen to it like 300 times. Oh, I may have not known what book it was. I didn't know the name. Maybe I didn't know the name. <sighs> Dude, I oh. seriously need a Xanax right now. Like three of them. <laughs> I need to stir my dirty martini with my Xanax. <laughs> but Dr. Harville Hendricks, this is about love. So he talks yeah. about getting the love you want. And through getting the love that you want, you desire, he teaches this Imago method. Remember we? Oh, yes, I remember this? the Imago method. My God. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But it's about communication because what happens is I'm going to use a relationship or marriage as the example. Mm -hmm. So, what happens is um, you come home from a long day of work and your husband was home all day. So, he just pretty much was jerking off, spanking his monkey, and watching Netflix and just eating everything in the fridge. Right, Matt? I don't know who would do these things. And then what happens is you come home and you're fucking tired and you come to your kitchen sink and the dishes piled up and there's shit all over your counters and you're like, hmm, that's really funny. I didn't leave my kitchen like this when I left here this morning for work. And you get really pissed because it's not about the dishes. It's about what? I feel that you don't really care about me because you know how hard I worked all day and you just left your shit all over the place. Oh, I remember this book. Oh, it's ringing a bell. <laughs> I it's remember ringing it. a bell. Actually, was it the book or was it, was it my life that Saturday afternoon? Oh, I think that many people live like this, especially women, you know, because we, yeah. we as women, we love to have a nice clean house. Most yeah. of us yeah. do. Yeah. And when we work so hard and you're home all day spanking your monkey, 
Well, I want the house to look like it did when I left for work. Yep, Does yep, that, is that too yep. much to ask? Uh, and you work and take care of the house. Thank you. I like this Imago method. Good. <laughs> you should read the book am again I, and listen. Am I, I going to catch you? I'm not going to catch a beating today, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can, I'm getting my pimp hand strong <laughs> oh, right now. Jesus, Ooh. I better be careful. So what happens is most people, they come home and what is their communication? You don't, you are a fucking piece of shit. Look at my house. It's a fucking mess. Right? Does this sound familiar? Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's because it's, you don't feel appreciated and loved. Yes. Yes. And that's truly the root of it. Yes. I get it. So to have effective communication and using the Imago method, if you guys want to read this book, it's an awesome book. You can also get it on audiobook. It's a pretty old book, but it's really, really, really good. So what you would say is like, if I came home and this happened and I say to Matt, you know, it really hurts my feelings and I don't really truly feel like you care about me when you know it's very important to me to keep the kitchen clean so that when I come home, I can come home and I can pour myself a glass of wine and I can sit on the couch and not have to also now clean, clean a kitchen. the whole kitchen, yeah, yeah. So what you would say back to me is, I would say, oh my let goodness. me get this right. Let me get this right, my love. What you're saying is. What you're saying is. And then repeat it back to me. You don't want the kitchen a disaster when you come home that you'd like to have it cleaned. And then you say, is there anything else? Is there anything else? And then what that does is it opens the communication to let me go more ham on Matt's ass. <laughs> I don't like this method anymore. <laughs> I don't want to do this. Well, it actually this saves you from me throwing a fucking... Burying me in the backyard? <laughs> no, from me getting out and running through the woods and sitting on a rock for three hours. <laughs> That's true. That's because true. what happens is when you let things build up and you don't have those good communications, and this yes. can also work with coworkers, it can work with family members, it can work with friends, it can work with anybody. So it's not yeah. just about your significant right, right, other. Right, right. It's effective communication. Right. So what you're saying is, you're saying, is there anything else? Yes. Is there and anything else? And I said, else? well, you know what? Now that you asked me that. Oh, Jesus. This also upset me yesterday when you did this to me. Yes. Okay? And then you say, so what I'm hearing is, and you repeat that back to me. Yep. And then you say to me, is there anything else? Yep. So this is how you peel the communication onion. Yes. This is the opposite of how we were taught as children. Yep. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who taught us? Yeah, this? just hold it in and then freaking destroy them <laughs> for no reason. They don't even know the reason why they're getting their asses no kicked, shit. right? Seriously. Instead of, you know, the Imago method. So check that book out. <laughs> it's Dr. Harville Hendricks called um, Getting the Love That You Want. But it's really a book about communication. It's communication. Because how many times have you just like let shit build up and build up and build up and then one day – you know, someone sized the wrong way in your house, and all of a sudden it's like unleash the freaking kraken. Uh, You've hey, never had I the had kraken a, unleashed a, on you. I never had the kraken. I definitely had the kraken. Mm. I've had a doctor use the Imago method on me. He sent me an email. It gave me ins- direct instructions through my healthcare company. Yep. And he goes, I go, oh, I understand. I text back. It will be done. Yes. He gives me another email. No, I, you, I want you to rewrite what I wrote and then send it back to yeah. me. And I'm like, Really? You're like, fuck you, dude. No, I, I did no, it because I, like, I was like, if that's what he wants and this is going to run his business. And he goes, after I did that, he goes, thank you. We understand each yes, other. Because but then there's nothing left out. There's I'm like, he's using the Imago out. method. He didn't even know. He just wanted to be clear Absolutely. how he wanted his patients to get. 110%. Pretty cool. Wow, no, I get it. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I get so it. we should try that more often at home. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> and it will save me less beatings and I won't have to go hide and... Stay at a friend's house or a battered shelter for yes. men. Oh my God, you make me look like an ant monster. Kidding, Eddie. You're not that bad. <laughs> help. Help. Nine one one. Nine one one. Oh, so that was 
ask Katie and Matt anything. <laughs> I hope that we made all your dreams come true. Dreams come true, and I hope you had a couple of laughs. Yeah. Thank you guys all for being crusaders of the ambitious movement. And like I always say, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs>